and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. Mm hmm. It is Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. How are we doing today, Jacob? I'm okay. Okay? Yeah. I know. Yesterday was a lot. I know. Like, a lot? It was just a lot. Yeah. Yesterday was a lot. I feel like a lot of days have been a lot. Not. I'm not taking mm-hmm. away. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get on the same track here with sure. you. But I feel like lately a lot today. Like think today's have been a lot. So I'm there with you. Just overwhelming. Um, exhausting. Yeah. All um, of the above. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to get your ass to work. Yeah. Well, yeah. today I didn't. Well, but I mean, who yeah. Cares? That's um, what it's there I still for. have a I still have a month of leave no, that you I don't. haven't used. You're skipping out because you're a bum. <laughs> Feel bad I have, for missing work. I have three weeks and three days left. Yeah. that I can have to use by the end of the. But I have to use by July. Start so. using it, dude. Oh, yeah. July. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, was your time away? Did it help? Today it did. Yesterday, yes, no. Yeah. So what happened is, is you don't have to share. Yeah, I mean, I won't get too deep okay. into it. I'll, t- I'll tell you more once we get off yeah, the yeah. air. But, uh, yes, so Wells is... The people who normally watch Wells oh, on Wednesdays through yes. Friday, one of, um, one of them tested positive for COVID. Uh-oh. So we couldn't, obviously, take him uh, there. So the reason why I didn't take my full three months of leave was for things, was like, that. For things like this, when yeah. he can't go. There's no one to watch him. So yeah. today and yesterday... I was watching. Well, yesterday I was watching Wells by myself. Solo. Yeah. Damn, those were the days, dude. Yeah, that was not fun. <laughs> that um, was not fun. That was not fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Did in a little. Okay. I, I got him on a day where he was just super gassy again. Apparently, oh. I just uh, I had terrible luck because yeah. he's been very happy. Other than that, or maybe it's just me. I have no idea. I don't know. It's clearly my fault. I suck. He's allergic to you. Yeah. So, and then today, (laughs) Kylie also took today off. um, And I took today off. And we went around, ran some errands, had a slept, slept slept in a bit and it was kind of like and he was in a really good mood. He was talking all morning. So it was one of those, one of those days. It's like we didn't get any of those days with our time off because he was so colicky and he was just... So like today felt like a day that we needed. So it was really good to be able to have a day like today. I feel like those days are like, like as parents, just there's times where you just want to bash your head through the wall. Like you're like, I can't do this. And then you have those really good days and you're like, oh yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. It's a little nice reminder. Maybe not. Yeah. No, today was a yeah. today was a nice reminder. That's today good. was a nice day. Good. So I really Did you get outside? I'm really thankful today. Um well not really. Like I we hung out with the dogs outside for a while. Mm-hmm. Um but no, we just we went around went to Craft Warehouse, mm. um went and got a uh What are you making big, shit? Getting artsy dude? No. Uh, <laughs> I needed to buy picture frames. Oh, okay. I printed some pictures. I did a really big enlargement of a photo oh. and then we went to Target. Target? Mm-hmm. Look at you, not, dude. Nothing really. Went and had lunch. Those are the days that you need, though, especially yeah. because you're not at work. Mm-hmm. It fucking makes it way better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Way better. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be at work tomorrow. But yeah, we'll see. No, I will be. Tomorrow's my <laughs> late Tomorrow's my late day. I don't want to lose uh, my sleep. Well, I'm sure I'll get called up to help all of you because that's my job now. Um, The bus. 
How was the bus? The bus. Uh, usually great. I've I've told some stories about some Karens and some some negative Nancys, but today I I get excited sometimes when things just line up perfectly. Mm. So I I ride scooters all the time downtown. Um and there was one up by Providence Park. So when I got off work, I walked that I walked west. Is it west? West? West. Yeah, I think so. Um to there's a scooter there, so I'm going to get it. And right as I like get to that max station, the max pulls up hmm. to go east, which is what the way I'm going. I'm like, fuck yeah, I don't have to pay for the scooter. Hop on the max, just go. It drops me off right at the bus stop that I need to to go to Vancouver. So I get on, and you know your normal max, right? There's always activity, Do right? Do they make you wear your mask? No, no, no. Okay. Um. So I get to. The max stops at Pioneer Square, which is on the corner of my bus stop. And I see my bus pulling away. Oh, no. And I'm like, fuck. The next one is a half an hour. I, I just wanted to get home because we got to do this. We got to mm-hmm. record. I didn't want to postpone it any further. Um, so I ran five blocks. <laughs> and this is the first time I've ran since my knee surgery, which is two months. And I haven't done PT because of the changeover and mm-hmm. benefits and all these things. Uh, I just called my doctors and we're going to get that a race. But this is the first time I've like ran and I'm running five blocks north. And thankfully, the, the stoplights are kind of slowing the bus for enough for me to catch up. And then it pulls up over on Oak Street and I'm just running across the street and I'm just waving my arms. And the bus driver saw me mm. and let me on the bus. Now, it's chilly out. Do you ever have anything happen when you run in the cold? Well, I... To your body? To your lungs? Well, yeah. Like, <laughs> so when I'm hunting, it's the worst when you're, like, really bundled up and you sweat all, like, morning, either, like, mm. packing stuff out or you're running to chase a crippled bird. Like, you have to... Like and then you get super sweaty, but you've but it's cold enough that you don't want to take your layers mm-hmm. off, and it's just uh, you're just sitting there and you're so own, I'm there, yeah, on ugh. the bus, dude. That's the worst. But feeling. also now my lungs are burning because mm, yeah. I haven't ran in two months, and I do in the cold. Yeah, you're sucking in the cold air, and I don't have anything to drink, and I'm sitting there. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> yeah, and this lady in front of me is so annoyed jane i swear to you she was 10 coughs from getting up and moving and i was testing it on purpose like at first i tried to stifle it Mm -hmm. but she's like looking back over her shoulder and scoffing and rolling her eyes was she masked up no oh then then she's just annoyed at the sound yeah i i I don't know but i'm not sick i'm just fat trying to run in the cold so then I just started <laughs> as loud as I can, dude. I'm caught covering it, right? Sure. I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to be disrespectful to everybody else, but I'm trying to annoy her. Dude, she's scoffing and shaking her head the entire bus trip because I was coughing on purpose the entire bus trip. But she wasn't masked up. If you got a real problem. And you're yeah. that concerned? Mm-hmm. Put a mask on, dummy. Right. Yeah. Also, there was this woman across from me. <laughs> She's watching something on I, I people watch all the time, right? And there was this like this morning, first thing, six in the morning, six 
6.50 in the morning on the max. There's this woman, and she's just smiling at her phone. Whatever she is watching was bringing her pure joy. And I like seeing that sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll call my friends out when they're just smiling at their phones. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you smiling at, you creep? Because, like, think about it. You're staring at an electronic device just, ah, just <laughs> smiling at your, your cell phone. Sure. Um, so seeing her, sometimes when I see strangers do it, I don't know. It gives me a little light inside i don't mm-hmm. know why like oh that's cool there's something there is giving them absolute joy like genuine joy because they're smiling like creeps at their electronic devices mm-hmm. um but this woman was sitting here and i didn't notice at first but she's watching her ipad and then i'm like i look over again her ipad screen is shattered <laughs> it's so shattered and like an alert comes up i'm watching this whole thing alert comes up and she presses like the okay on the ipad i'm 17 times just presses it, doesn't go away. Presses it, doesn't go away. Presses it, doesn't go away. And instead of like changing your 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 plan of attack to solve this technical issue, she just continues to press OK. And then she turns it sideways, like vertical. And I'm like, that's not going to fix it. And she taps it, and it fixed it. And I'm like, oh, that thing is busted. So then she turns it back horizontal and then goes to press play on her video doesn't work so she presses it 17 more times then turns her ipad vertical presses play and it works and then she puts it back horizontal just people uh, people are crazy and they don't know that like i'm watching them that's why i like working up front sometimes because i just i like people i like watching people and sometimes i told you about an interaction before we started recording i'm just watching Mm. what are you doing what are you about (laughs) Like I can see, I can see on here what you're about, but I just want to see like as you, what are you huh. about? Interesting. Yeah, I don't like watching people very much. Sometimes I hope they'll catch me. There was a guy on the max today. I forgot. I just remembered because you said that. Because I, if this guy caught me looking at him, he probably would have blown up the the whole transit system uh, with a bomb or something. Because he was sitting there. He looked. He was wearing like a sweater mm-hmm. with a, a collared shirt underneath. It looked real well put together, but like. In his like internal monologue was coming out, and he was just sitting there like he was like having a conversation with himself. Like, I, not, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna mouth things, but like he wasn't saying anything, but his facial expressions were saying these things. Like, yeah, fuck you, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, no, 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 fuck that. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna fucking kill everybody. No, no, it's cool, cool, dude, cool, dude. He wasn't saying any of that, but his face was saying all of those things. And I'm like, I was just deadlocked to his eyes, like, please look up at me. I was hoping for it because I'm like this. Like, what are you you doing over there, dude? And then I started thinking, like, what if this guy's going to fucking shoot this place up? Maybe he just got dressed up today to fucking choose violence. I don't know. But he was just sitting there internally just dealing Mm -hmm. with some shit. But I watch him and I just look at him like, please look at me. Please look at me. He's like, oh shit, he looked at me. <laughs> but uh, you don't like when people watch you? Is that what you said? No, I mean, I don't like what, and I don't really like watching people either. Oh, um, okay. I mostly just go about my day just trying to not have interactions with people. You do this thing, and I'm only bringing this up because another coworker that we have does it. And you guys are, I would say, both kind of. You keep to yourselves. You're both kind of quiet people. Do you know who I'm talking about? Probably Robert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you do. You both do this thing where if somebody's coming, walking up to you, clearly walking up to you, you don't look up until they're like a foot from you. You kind of do this. 
you kind of just side eye real quick. It's so funny to me. You did it to me the other day when I was walking up to your desk. You didn't want to completely look up and like make eye contact, but you kind of like did that. And then you're like, oh, it's Jeff. But so he did it today. I was walking up to him, clearly beeline and straight to him for help. And he does this. And I go, oh, yeah, I'm coming for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You guys are funny. Mm. You guys are funny. Yeah, I, I, I had a... I had like, a, you know, like my, my story about the dude in the truck that kept like trying to like fight me and you made, you yeah. made the whole video yeah. about it. Right. I had another one like that. I don't know what it is about me. Like, but this dude on, uh, the four on the, uh, coming off the four Oh five onto the, um, what's the, what's that bridge? The not the Fremont. Is it the know. Fremont? Yeah. The know. Fremont bridge. The big one. The big one. Yeah. With all the interchanges and stuff. Right. Yeah. I'm heading, trying to get onto I-5 from 405, and um, this, I'm just Where they're tooling merging? along. I'm just, no, like, so both lanes are heading towards I-5, yeah, okay, gotcha. right? And this guy, <laughs> like, I usually give space between me and the car in front of me, especially right there, because yeah, people- Yeah, nobody does people, that anymore. People just hit the brakes yeah. so fast there, because they'll ride right on somebody's ass, and then when they have to brake hard, they brake really hard, and if you're tailing too close- Done Bam, so. you're done. Yeah. Like I'm not I'll get I give at least I that's the only place I give the full actual like two car lengths. Do you count it? One one thousand, two one No, oh, it's just okay. a feel thing. <clears throat> okay. But then it also gives opportunity for people to merge over, which keeps the all the lanes moving. When you actually give people yeah, that ability right. to move over without having to completely Fight stop or stop, yeah. It keeps everybody moving. Right. And I feel like that goodwill works. Mm-mm. Eventually works for me. It doesn't, but I feel I feel better about myself. Sure. And for whatever reason, this dude in this black sedan, he didn't have his blinker on, but you kind of get the sense where someone starts like hugging the. He's in the right. He's in the right lane. I'm in the left lane. Okay. We're going down towards I five. You you never you can just kind of like get the sense that this dude's trying to get over. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, he must be trying to get over. So I start. What's he driving? A black sedan, like oh. some some sort of car. Stop it! And you're in the rogue, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, and get out of here. To, you can't but even so step like, to this. So I'm like, all right, this guy <laughs> needs to get over. So I start like backing off a little bit to like give him that, like let him know, like, hey, get, I'm letting you get over. And he never gets over. So I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, oh, I love where this is going. All of a sudden, I hear a honk. <laughs> you're the asshole. I hear a honk, <laughs> and I look over. And he's staring at me. Somehow he's moved back into parallel with me. Uh-huh. I don't know how or why, but all of a sudden he's sitting there, honk, and he honked at me. Uh-huh. And I looked over and he's just like, Hah! like throws his hands up. Yeah. And I'm like, weirdo. So I just, so then I just speed up <laughs> to close the distance that I had given him. Yeah. You're not getting And it then now. he passes me again. And when I look at him as he's passing me, he's staring at me. And then I'm like, <laughs> That's him and I with the way traffic was going past each other at least three more times. And every single time he would look at me. And then as he's driving past, he would like look back over his shoulder at my car, making like a grimacing face. Like, I'm like, dude, what What the fuck? I don't know. You did not. I mean, like in reaction, you do nothing. You wave, Jake. You gotta wave. I just kept staring. I just kept looking back at him and then looking back forward. I'm like, I, I, I just probably with like a puzzled look on my face. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
But I was like, this these are the people who will just like roll down their window and shoot you. Yeah. If if I if I had tried to engage with this guy, he probably ends up shooting me or yeah, something. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, trying to get there's shot. There's some fucking weird out like your dude on the on the bus. Yeah, oh yeah. Like they either ha- like people or some people are just wound so yeah. effing tight. Yeah. Then it made me realize. Uh-oh. I spend most of my life thinking that I'm the weirdo mm. in like any situation I walk into. Right. I'm the outlier. I definitely don't think that about you. Okay. Well, I do. Internally, I'm like, I, I mean, feel you're, like... you're weird, but yes. you're not the weirdo. We're all weird. Yes. I get that, but I, I just... But I feel like society, everybody else is normal. I'm the weird one. That's okay. just how I view... That's how I've always gone and... View, that's how mostly I viewed myself. You're, you got me thinking. Keep going. But then, this guy, in all context, oh this particular person... Made me realize, and I don't know if I'll carry this on, this realization on any oh, further okay. than the next couple of days, but it made me th- realize. All you motherfuckers are the weird ones, and I'm the, I'm actually more normal than the majority of people. Yes! Yes! Which brings me to uh, my, my next topic. I, great transition. You're a professional with this. <laughs> I started following this new Twitter account. Okay. And they retweeted something today that I, I thought was really funny. I'll get to the Twitter account in a second, but they retweeted, if you haven't worked with a Russell Wilson, you're the Russell Wilson, which brings me to your point of, if you walk into a room and you go, that guy's fucking weird, you're not the weirdo. Mm -hmm. Instantly. You're good. You're saved. You're saved. Right? I think so. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, think about all your social interactions. It stands to reason. If you don't have a Russell Wilson in that room or in that situation, then it's you. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, I mean, you do, who doesn't want to be Mr. Unlimited, but. <laughs> Dude, is, he's the worst. Mr. Unlimited. Dude, his his sandwich commercials. It's alter ego, dude. Everyone's got one. He tries so hard to be cool. I'm Mr. Unlimited. So, I, I'm only bringing up sports because I know a lot of people hate when we talk about sports. But this is kind of a little bit a fun part of sports that we have kind of stumbled into. Um, there is... I don't even know how far we want to get into Danny Meringue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But there's this Twitter account called Lemon Meringue and at Lem Ant Meringue. L-E-M-A-N-T meringue. Like the pie. Mm. So, this account um, is all about Anthony Simons. Blazers, point guard, shooting guard, Anthony Simons. Do everything guard. Do everything guard. And this mirrors... Is he a radio guy? Is he a... Uh, he started as just a low-level podcaster. Oh, okay. Um, and then he... So, look, kind our of future start- is bright, And then he, he, he started as a low-level podcaster. He started getting some sort of, like, social media following um, by kind of shoe-shining the, the, the bottom end of the roster, guys. <laughs> shoe-shining. <laughs> yeah, that's a term for it. <laughs> And like that got him some access because that like 
you get somebody on the squad vouching for you, right? Like the bottom of the yes. end guys, they never get asked media questions, right? Yeah. So you get some dude who comes up and is like, hey, I've got a Twitter following. I got a, like a YouTube following yeah. on my podcast of such an amount of people. Do you want to come on it? Yeah. That gives those bottom of the end guys some sort of voice. And eventually one of them or two of them have taken them up, yeah. them up on it. Yeah. Um, that he kind of hedged that. He got in close with... Uh, a, a longtime host at 1080 The Fan. His name is Brandon Sprague. Mm-hmm. They started the Jacked Ramsey's podcast, mm. which has kind of taken off. They have like yeah. 4,000 subscribers. They they do all right. Yeah. Um, a show host opening uh, came aboard uh, at 1080, and now he's a daytime host oh. at 1080 The Fan uh, with Dusty Hara. all about who you know. So he is technically employed by... Um, 1080 the fan yeah. and has a daily sports talk show but he's a basketball guy he's always been a basketball guy yeah he talks about how he has a bunch of connections throughout the league ew, I don't, ew, that I, right there I don't gross. know I don't know ew. if he actually does or not but yeah. if you listen I listen to ew. his podcast I've listened to almost every episode yeah. and the amount of times he's like it's just you have to listen to you have to listen to him talk and once you listen to him talk, you know exactly the type of person he is. He's Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> like it's the same it's the same type of like He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. <laughs> Just to put a bow on like, it. Like he got he 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 predicted Anthony Simons be he predicted Anthony Simons becoming a start like a starter. No. Right? He, I'm not giving him that. None of us, none of you and I and CJ especially, did not think Ant was going to no, do this. I shit on like, him so hard. I don't think Ant is as good as Danny Morang thinks he is, mm-hmm. but he's far better than I thought he would ever be. You know what I think? What? I think that big guy, that that draft pick everyone's sweating over. Shaden? I'm, no, the other one. Uh, the, Jabari? No, the the Jabari. Walker? No, no, no. The 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 big guy, the big tall dude in college, or not college, he's in some league right now. Oh, Wembeyana. Wembeyana, whatever. I'm making a bold prediction. He'll be a starter in the NBA some someday. <laughs> I mean, that's that's no. not that's not Same as big. Shit. No, Same that's shit. not even close. Anthony Simons was a mid twenties pick. Same shit out of IMG Academy. He you didn't even what? play college basketball. I bet Nikola Jokic will be a two time MVP back to back. Wait, he already was. Oh shit! See, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, check out Lem Ant Meringue on Twitter. Um, for some mockery and so he, hilarious. So, so, so he mocks Danny Meringue? Is that what he does? Uh, essentially. Okay. He just has the hottest takes, specifically on Anthony Simons. Okay. So it's I mean, all the, Anthony I mean, Simons. by calling it Lemon Meringue, it's got to be a shot at Danny Meringue. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if it picks up. Who knows? But, oh my God, it's just the things you listen to somebody say yeah. that is just not tethered to reality. Yeah, and it's bad when you're joking about a take that is going to be made mm-hmm. like oh i bet this is the take that's going to be made and then that take is made yeah and you're like i was joking how are you seriously saying these words mm-hmm. and you have you have a job doing it yeah that's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing that's honestly crazy to yeah. me i want to i don't want to talk about sports specifically but yeah. i do want to touch on the how much sports now sports media now sucks dude we can do that all day long because um, communications mm-hmm. you know i love it yeah i could talk about that let's do that sports media today is terrible yeah like it is filled 
with any because you can have anybody can have a platform now, right? Anybody right. can have a podcast. Look at right us, right? <laughs> Look at us. But every math nerd oh, now yeah. is now an analytics guru mm-hmm. for some sports blog. Mm-hmm. And they it's just I don't understand. Yes, there is a role of analytics in sports, mm-hmm. but to like statistics cannot predict an individual night mm-hmm. for an individual player, the human element of the game. Right. Like you cannot devolve it all down to numbers. What about and Moneyball, dude? It, it does work, but there is a limit to it. The yeah. A's never won a World Series That's with true. it. Yeah. That's true. It did. Yes, you can't. For small market clubs that want an advantage and they can't, especially in baseball with no salary cap. Yeah. The, the the raise A's model mm-hmm. works for those clubs. They're consistently good, at least, or they retool quickly because mm-hmm. they can use analytics to make sure they're drafting the right type of people. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of guy, these kind of guys play the type of system that we want. Analytics show that they hit this type of pitch in mm-hmm. a, like a particular way, and we can anyway. They it's really complicated, but it works, especially in baseball. It works. Right. The teams that have tried to do it religiously in the NBA, dude, what did the Rockets said? Did the Rockets ever really win anything? No. They, I mean, they they lost to us. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like the the Chris Paul, um, yeah. Houston Rocket, the Houston, the James Harden, uh, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, just running. Uh, what's uh, Robert Covington at center? Mm-hmm. We're just going to run and shoot 63s a game. And Who anal- was coaching that? Uh, that uh, no. Well, Daryl Morey was the GM. It, the coach was um, the 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 coach from – it was uh, D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. But then before that, it was um, – the guy. He was, he was a forward for the Larry Bird Celtics. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, is he doing commenting right now? Yeah. Oh my God. He's the guy that hates it when Lillard hits any shot because Lillard, Lillard does oh, Lillard, Lillard, Lillard is the one that buried the point nine shot over him, and then oh, the entire wait, what? Then, yeah, then the entire playoff not over him but over his team. Oh, okay. So anytime yes. so, I'm, in, I'm seeing his face right now, and right now I can hear CJ screaming in my headphones mm-hmm. his name because I can't uh, um, not Danny. No, it's uh, <laughs> oh my God, this is terrible. <laughs> But the entire Denver, uh, oh my the entire God. Denver Blazers playoffs, where uh, they ended up coming back and winning in seven, he called like three or four of those games, and every single time oh. he just kept trying to bury the Blazers. But that was when like CJ hit that big shot. But he was the one commenting the game five against Oklahoma City when Lillard buried the shot over Paul George at the buzzer to end that series too. It was why can't I think of his name? Uh, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale, good job. That's hilarious, dude. Everyone's screaming the whole time. Not everyone, <laughs> a few of them though. That's hilarious. Kevin McHale. Yes. Okay. But yeah, analytics didn't work. No. So. So what's your what's your what's grinding your gears about? Hey, what's grinding my gears is that like there's all of these grades that different people put out. Especially this is happening in football a ton. There's this whole there's this company called Pro Football Focus. And all they do is they try to, they have all of these quantifiable, they have these metrics that they've made of quant, like they quantify, they have these, they're using, 
they're using quanti quantifiable metrics and they're making specific metrics that they title different things and they they think by watching the all 22 film and like spe giving specific grades to players um you know what this sounds like what video games it's essentially what it is they're, yeah. they're literally trying to make madden in real world real world or sports NBA 2k even with um the new trailblazer um uh, what is it called? Broadcast. Mm -hmm. um, it's on Roots now, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Damian Lillard, when they're showing a replay of Damian Lillard, they're showing his percentage of where he's shooting from. Mm -hmm. And as he moves down the court, it goes from red to yellow to green. About when he should take the shot. When he is instead of likely. Instead of relying on the player to feel his way to that shot. I mean, like, he's going to. But the one that he ended up making, like the the one I watched, they're yeah. like oh, that was a bad, sh and then they're like that was a bad shot. He only had a thirty eight percent chance of making that shot, oh. but yet he buried it. Yeah, I mean the one over Paul George was a bad shot, right? <laughs> I that's that's my point, right? Yeah. Is that in this these pro football focus metrics is they give out these grades to these players, and you're just like I test. My eyes are telling me that he played a lot better than that grade that you're supposedly giving him because they're like, oh well, you know, he's getting uh, on certain edge on certain edge rushes. There's this guy named Quinnen Williams, mm -hmm. and it's like there's they gave him this terrible um, grade, yeah. but yet he won Defensive Player of the Week. And I'm just like, and and you go and you look at the <laughs> metrics that they break down. They're like, well, you know, he. He didn't. He only had a fifteen percent win rate against double teams on the interior against oh the left God. guard. And I'm like, dude, at some point, yeah, dude, turn off the targeting computer and trust yeah. your instincts. Like, yeah. look, trust what you're seeing, like in front of you. Mm -hmm. And that just all seems like all of what sports has become mm -hmm. is that people who didn't play want to have mm -hmm. a want to have a some sort of legitimacy when they are talking about sports. Mm -hmm. Now it's like all. Everything is not. Oh, that's every, an interesting like, point. Every feel just feels no, like everything to me just feels so numbers based, and it's losing the fact that you can't predict the human element of the game every with with numbers every single time. You can't, macro, you can. Yeah, yeah, as an example, you can't quantify Mamba mentality, and when I say that, you know what that means. Yeah, that's not quantifiable. That killer instinct, mm -hmm. you can't. And there are players who have it, and those who don't. Kobe Bryant, yeah. Mamba mentality. That's where it comes from. He's looking. He ran through Pau Gasol in 2008 Olympics looking to destroy his best friend. Mm -hmm. But he was on the other team. He didn't give a shit. He's going to cut that dude's throat to win. You can't quantify that. Well, and then metrics-wise, he took a foul... Which is going to be a negative. Which is going to be a negative metric. There you which go. Which is going to hurt his overall metric score. Yep. But you can't quantify the impact that that hard foul yes. at the beginning of the game, the tone setting momentum that certain plays have or certain players have. LeBron talks about it in that documentary. If you haven't watched it, it's the Redeem Team on Netflix. They're talking about that moment where he runs through Pau Gasol, who is his best friend at the time, and LeBron says, "We weren't losing that fucking game." He said because of that, it set the tone for everything. Mm -hmm. He said there was no way Team USA was going to lose that game because of that move, mm -hmm. because of him setting that tone. Again, Damian Lillard, I think, has that killer mentality. Amazing basketball player, great skill, great, great basketball player. Terrible mentality. You can't quantify his lackluster effort. Carmelo Anthony. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give a shit. 
He truly doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You can tell by the way he plays. You can tell by his decisions professionally. He doesn't care on the, quote, mama mentality that I'm comparing mm-hmm. it to. He doesn't have that killer instinct. He isn't looking to go out there and win at all costs. He's not. No. Even in the, He's in that documentary. Even in that documentary, they talk about Kobe Bryant. They all come home from the bar partying in Vegas at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., and they're walking into the hotel, and Kobe's walking out of it to go work out. And then everyone was like, oh, shit. So then everyone started getting up early to work out with Kobe. And in the documentary, Carmelo says, listen, I'm not waking up at no fucking 4.30 in the morning to work out. I'll do five, but I ain't waking up at 4.30. That right there <laughs> tells me yeah. the difference. Yeah. But you can't quantify it. No. That's not analytics. You can't do that. Yeah. No, They're like now that the Jets are starting to do better and – they got there were the analytics gurus hated the fact that they took a running back in the second round mm-hmm. and they moved up they gave up a fifth round pick to move up and get their guy mm-hmm. they identified this running back Brees Hall out of Iowa State as fitting their scheme perfectly he is a threat out of the backfield in terms of catching he has home run hitting speed but because the analytics say that mm. the run game is now devalued in a pass happy league the running back is a devalued position you don't want to give up a high va- a high value pick cuz all picks now in the analytics world have a point value system mm-hmm. using a high pick especially giving up a fifth round pick which fifth round picks rarely ever become anything in the NFL mm-hmm. It's a shot in the dark whether a fifth-round pick will even make your roster two years from now. Right. But giving up that fifth-round pick on their value chart, Jets got completely hammered for taking that, um, for taking Brees Hall in the second round. People were saying, Jets, you, there's this pro football focus. I tweet at him every single day that <laughs> every single day this season because Brees Hall has scored a touchdown like every single game, was ripping off 60 yarders before he tore his ACL last week because we can't have anything fucking nice oh, as a Jets fan. No. Um, he literally ripped off a 70-yard touchdown run against the Broncos the next drive towards ACL. And I'm like, you can't, you got to be kidding me. Nope. But this guy was two-time, a, a two-time rookie of offensive rookie of the week. Mm-hmm. We're only six games. We're only six or seven wow. games into the season. He was looking like he was betting favorite to be um, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. But we were, I mean, you can't predict injuries, right? No, but that proved their point. But no, it doesn't because because PFF well, because PFF, PFF George, I tweeted him every single time, <laughs> Brees Hall's stats for the game, um, because he was he he went on all the airway like all the airways after after the pick because we have to have instant grades for picks now. Yeah. So all of oh, these yeah. all of these do all of these shit. calculus bros who can't find a job in business decide they're going to go f- start a sports podcast. I think you're mad you're not good at math. I'm terrible at math, <laughs> but I didn't major in math. The uh, and he goes jets. He's like after the pick. I, I just I always remember this because it's this video is just in my brain. He just goes jets. You suck. I don't want to be this guy, but Brees Hall in the second round. You use a premium pick on the second round. You've got holes all around your roster, and he was just shitting on the jets. And he's like, at least take Malik Willis, who was a quarterback, who's on the. He was taken in the fifth, I think the fourth round by Tennessee. Now he's a backup. He looks terrible. He's like, because at least, because your quarterback, Zach Wilson, sucks. And he just like shreds the Jets. Well, guess what? The Jets are five and two. Brees Hall, before hurting his knee, was <laughs> was going to be the the AFC, was going to be the rookie of the year. Um, 
it, it's just it, it gets me to this point like you can't you can't quantify you just you just these sports today like Danny Meringue is this is the epitome of this Anthony Simons is the fifth best statistical shooter on one bounce shots and he's like that puts him in the league with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Damian Lillard. But you know what else your cherry picking of stats doesn't tell you is that he can't finish at the rim because he gets bodied by everybody and he gets his pocket picked because he hasn't figured out how to not dribble in the traps yet. Mm-hmm. And he's terrible that's, at defense. That's great that he can knock down open shots. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you can plug and play him at the two guard position with an already undersized one guard. Yeah. I it just that should that just shit annoys me when they 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 have so many analytics that they can go cherry pick from to make whatever narrative that they want. That's the point. Is making the narrative that they, that they want. That's what I mean when you're talking about that player tearing his ACL. Oh, I told them they shouldn't have drafted that guy. Well, that has nothing to do with whatever it was you were saying or trying to predict. Mm-hmm. But now you're cherry picking that to prove your point that you were right all along. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is like getting to that these guys getting paid to do these things on the radio. Like we were listening, you and I were both watching the um, the Blazers versus Suns game with the Suns announcers mm-hmm. and yeah. Terrible. Uh, it, it was to the point where you had to switch over. You had to find a different feed because the way that they were just like, just what was it said? What was the expression you used, Danny Meringue, for? Shoe shining. Shoe shining. <laughs> Shoe shining the Suns because they're the Suns announcers, but there it was completely like biased. It was gross. It was just like there was no neutrality. There was no objectivity at all. And that is coming from a, a, a sports fan, basketball fan. Like, mm-hmm. when I watch an announcer, there were times where Mike and Mike would be like, oh, like you could hear the groans in the decisions that the Blazers were making because you couldn't hide it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes they were just like, oh, that was not a good decision. Or, you know, they tried, they were they were homers for sure. But Especially least, Mike Rice. Yes. Mike, oh, Barrett, my, Mike Barrett tried to calm yes. down Mike Rice. But I like Mike Rice's psych. Like maybe maybe that's exactly what I'm talking about with the Phoenix Suns though. Maybe mm-hmm. it's their Mike and Mike, right? Yeah. But I think with Mike and Mike, just because they were homegrown, right? And we like that. And um and and now it feels more corporate. Um, oh, I mean, you could not found a more corporate team uh, team voice. Uh, voice than Kevin Calabro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy was ESPN. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So these these Phoenix Suns guys were just so bad, and then you go and we were watching the Houston game, and listening to the Houston announcers, and you put it perfectly when you said, "I feel like I'm watching like a nationally televised game with like a national talent up there trying to objectively call the game." Uh, my, the Miami. The, what did I say? Houston. Sorry, Miami. Miami game for both teams. Like it was so well done, mm-hmm. so well done. And it, I always think about how I would do in that job because there are some times where I'm watching a game and I'll I'll just make a comment about uh, the, how the game's going or a play in the game or on this next play they should try this. And then the announcer will say exactly what I just said. And I'll look at Jen or I'll look at whoever I'm with. I'm like, I could do that fucking job. <laughs> I could do that job. Somebody mm-hmm. pay me to do that job. It would be so fun. And I won't even bring up analytics, I promise. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's what's grinding our gears. <laughs> uh, yeah, check out Lemon Ring on Twitter. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, 
Real quick, one thing I did talk about online that I wanted to bring up in person was people are not happy with what's his name? Kanye? No. Oh God, nobody's happy with <laughs> Kanye. I heard that Kanye got dropped by Adidas and then just shows up at Skechers. Yeah, that happened. And then Skechers <laughs> had to call the cops. Yeah, because he was saying all this anti-Semitic shit. Well, Skechers is founded and ran by. I think like the the founder is Jewish, and so is like his son, who now runs it, is Jewish. And this dude is making all these anti-Semitic marks, just barges in there, and is like, "Hey, will you sign me so I can make some shoes?" Apparently, he's lost almost all of his money. Yeah, James Corden. That's who I was going to talk James about. James Corden. So you didn't hear about this? Yeah, I did not hear anything about this. Okay, so I've always heard that James Corden is kind of a douche. I've heard that. I just don't know anything about. Did it. you ever hear any stories? No. So I had heard stories like that he was berating this woman on a plane who had a baby that wouldn't stop crying, and he was just, like, under his breath, like, will you shut that fucking baby up? Like, just berating her. Just, like, stop, that baby is so obnoxious. It was his wife. Like, people were, like, telling the story and then revealed at the end that they found out that it was his wife, that he was just, like, shitting on her for not keeping the baby quiet during his plane ride. That's so weird because I, I, I used to watch his carpool karaoke religiously. Has. And Everyone I'm like, that, he looks like a good dude. Just be, You know why? It's because he's, quote, funny, right? Because, he, because he's funny and he comes off as likable. But the most recent thing was that a restaurant owner in New York had come out and said that he has banned him from the restaurant because of the way that he treated his staff. And um, I guess there was like – he so Gordon has since – made a statement on his show which gets down uh, gets me down a whole nother thought of celebrities apologizing mm. um because the one the one apology that never works is i'm sorry that you felt like this because, oh yeah because yeah. of me yeah you're not sorry no if no you that's say not, that. yeah that's not an apology <laughs> and that's how we apologized um but he, so we got banned and then i guess James called the owner and then the owner then released that he was like no longer banned because they had hashed it out. But at that point it was too late. Everybody knows that like he like was just shitty to the staff. And um, I, it just got me thinking about how you and I are very much like if our orders fucked up, like I guess we're eating it mm -hmm. like you will eat that cat poop Ron Burgundy. Uh, <laughs> like the other day I went out, uh, I recorded knuckle draggers with Jeff and Dimitri and it was on a Monday, the last uh, Indigenous People's Day. And I was like, hey, uh, Dimitri's like, you guys want to go grab food? So we went over to um, our, my favorite Mexican restaurant on Fourth Plain. And Jen met us, and I ordered a salad. Now, what I wanted was a taco salad. What they brought me was a fajita salad. I looked at it on the menu. Definitely didn't order it. They brought me the fajita salad. And I was like, oh, shit. And Jen's like, what? And I go, that's not what I meant when I said I wanted a salad because Jen got a taco salad. I was like, I want a taco salad. I want a taco salad. And that didn't come across apparently because he brought me a fajita salad. Mm. Also, he's a young kid. He had an ear pod in. It doesn't feel like you're fucking listening to me when you're taking my order with an ear pod in. Yeah, no, that's not a good look. Yeah. So I was just like, all right. And Jen's like, well, no, don't eat it. Like, we can get something else. I was like, no, it's fine. But then hearing about James Gord Gordon just freaking out on these staff and just talking to them like shit like i can't do that i can't like it's even hard for me to even do it like 
quote, if I'm in an authoritative position mm-hmm. where I can just easily just shut it off and say, we're done. I've done it, but it's not easy for me to get there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So James Corden's getting shit on, but it just got me thinking about like how I, I won't, I won't do it. Like, even if there's like, I don't know, have like, I, there was a hair in his food and he freaked out on them for that. Like, that's going to happen. Your food's not made by robots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't have to be fucking rude. I don't know. My mom is like that. She's a Karen for sure. <laughs> my mom has sent. Well, I don't think my mom's ever eaten anything on the first attempt. And I really? hope she listens to this. <laughs> because I, dude, she like, they're like, uh, it's my, it's my favorite and least favorite thing about my mom is that she like, she'll always post Yelp reviews. Oh, dude, she's a, she is a, a, a criminal like Yelp reviewer. She will say like that. She will praise you if she, if you if you if she had a good experience. Oh, you'll hear about it. But if she had a shit experience, oh, you'll hear about it. Mm. I I I don't think I've maybe once given a shitty review, and it wasn't a shitty review for other than like I can. This is my shitty review. Oh, I can tell that there's new ownership. <laughs> That's my shitty review. Mm. Hers is like scathing, dude. Just rips them to shreds, which is so cringy for me because she'll also do it while she's there. <laughs> just like, like not rude, but just like, um, what? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it, all the kids joke about it. Like all, cause mm. I have, you know, there's six of us yeah. kids. We all know that. Oh, fuck. Mom's going to turn, mom's going to send that back for sure. And so that makes me go, oh, there's, there's rat shit in this. I'll, I'll just eat it. It's fine. <laughs> because she's making such a deal of what her egg was cold by the time she got it. I don't know. It's just funny. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've, I've never sent anything back before. Yeah. And I think, like I said, because of her sending everything back, it overshadows me to where it's just mm. like, I'll just shut up. I'll just eat it. Yeah, I'm I don't good. know where, mine's came, where mine came from because my parents my parents aren't like that. I mean, I've seen them send a few things back, and that's yeah. been horrifying for me. Um, <laughs> but, it's only, but it's only been a couple – it's only been a couple times. Um, yeah, I don't know where mine, mine came from, <laughs> but I like – Did I go, you ever work in food? No. Yeah. I go way – Kylie and I are both like this. This is why I could never like there's sometimes like you'll be out and you can see where a couple where one of the couple is a complete Karen and the other one just looks absolutely embarrassed. Yeah. But they have like kids with them. So clearly like they made a choice to be with this person (laughs) for a long time. This is not just like a first or second date. Sure. Or they could be like, eh, not for me. Clearly they've seen this pattern of behavior and they're like locked it down. Totally fine. (laughs) being complete looking completely mortified every time i go out to dinner to each their own i don't i could never be with somebody who constant like be married to somebody no. who constantly made me feel like that out in like Ooh. in a public in a public sphere Ooh, I get a question. which makes me wonder yeah if there's something even though they look mortified subconsciously they actually like that that's my question so i do like I do like when Jen gets in bitch mode. Mm. Like when when something when she's been wronged by something like in a situation whether it's like uh, I I can't even think of an example, but like say you're supposed to you're redeeming something and they're acting like you're an asshole mm. and she's like no that when she flips it on. I fucking love that. Mm. Okay. Which I was gonna ask, like, does is there like that situation? Like, you ever see Kylie go bitch mode on somebody? No. Like, never. 
Dude, that's wild. And it's not like it's not like a warranted, uh, unwarranted bitch mode. Yeah, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, yeah, if there's something that somebody like like a, a real transgression against yes. you, like totally like I would sit there and support my partner. But do you like it? No, I remember you recently telling me Kylie kind of went off on something and you were like supporting her. God, I wish I could remember the situation. Hmm. I don't remember. I don't remember. You were just like, what's it? I don't know. I know my friend Jeff does it, and he loves it. Like, he'll just, like, dust his hands off and go, all right, go for it. And, like, his wife goes off. For sure. But, I mean, if you're, like, the aggressor, right? No, if you're the aggressor, it's embarrassing. But there's people who will sit back and, like, I know of two couples of old friends. Uh Like, I'm not really friends with them anymore. Sure. Because of circumstances. But, like, I know them, and I know their wives, and I know specifically it's weird because they're super passive who's the, the guys gr- are the guys are passive and the girls are just mm. like oh my god really and it's just like how like i couldn't i personally could couldn't i mean to each their own everybody no 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 they're like weirdos, ev- everybody Jake. has no they're weird everybody has <laughs> everybody had like everybody loves their significant under the other and they put up with different well, things because you because you love that person but for me, I mean, this is why one of the reasons why Kylie and I work is that when we go out to dinner, um, we basically pick up our table for the waitresses. Like, oh, I do that too. Yeah, for we stack sure. our yep. stack our yep. plates, push everything to like kind of towards the end of the end of the yep. table, so they don't have to Wipe reach all down. the way over. Like, oh, put yeah. the glass, put all the glasses together. Like, put the silverware, so it's not everything's not just a complete mess yes. when you walk I'm away. I'm the same way, dude. That's so funny. I could never date someone who was just like, oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm fine just belittling the, the waitress yeah. for nothing, right? Like, or waiter. I, I'm at, or yeah, or waiter. Like, I'm at, <laughs> I'm, I'm not at, doing that to you. <laughs> you do that to me all the time. The rate, the, like, Red Robin didn't bring me my second, my second basket of free fries. Yeah. It says it's bottomless. Like, just oh, shit like, yeah. shit like that. Like, Did they for, ask for them? No. Oh, well then, no, you gotta ask, dude. Mm-hmm. They bring you the <laughs> you first one free, but they're the not side. bringing you the second one free unless he asks. Yeah. Right? Oh, I always ask. I always ask ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Like, I do my order, and then when they walk by and say, hey, do you need anything? I say, can we get a second basket of fries? beforehand just because i know we're as a table yeah, we're gonna eat it for sure oh i love calling you out when you <laughs> that way <laughs> i make one comment about a girl who threw a football years ago saying oh she must have had brothers who played yeah. and you've never let me live it down dude i think about that all the time i was listening to a podcast today and just like uh they were talking about troy aikman mm-hmm. saying something because he's in trouble for saying like take off the dresses or was in trouble at some point because he was calling a game and he was like, let's just take off the dresses, like implying that their opponent was feminine or whatever. And so he gets in trouble. But, and then the podcast was going on about like how in sports, like, isn't that what we've done forever? Right. Is like, uh, uh, tribute weakness to femininity. Right. And that, that's just what it's always been. doesn't mean it's right, but that's what it's always been. So it got me thinking, and this might be, don't talk about this, Jeff, but and maybe I'll cut it if I get no, I'm just kidding. Your eyes you're like, wait, what? Where's it going? Um, but like it makes me think about like an actual cultural change. Like for especially someone like Troy Aikman who's been in that environment, right? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make it okay, right? But you have to understand that there's a, a culture, there's a mindset, there's a there's a way that you're you're grown in a system or mm-hmm. an environment or a, a culture, and then 
all of a sudden whatever you've always known is wrong to then he's always trying to be professional on his broadcast, right? And then he has to slip up and everyone's like, fuck you, dude. Get off the air. Lose your job. Well, the people who are saying that don't even watch football. I don't even think that's the audience. That's a good point. I don't even that's think, a great point. I don't even think that's the audience. Yeah, that's a great point. Of football. Yeah. Like, I'm not this knuckle-dragging, toxic masculinity yeah. guy, but if I heard that comment, it would just go over my head. I wouldn't yeah. even think twice about it. Well, you're part of the problem, Jake. Apparently. I don't. I mean, I, 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 I get, right? Like, yeah. we need, we have a, there's a problem with toxic masculinity yes. in our country. We've did a whole episode on it. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we should probably change our language. We yeah. should probably change how we frame that. But I get your point entirely. It's like, this dude has been culturized yeah. in that his whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, he... He from he started throwing a football when he could walk like yeah, this. Don't throw like a girl. That is an expression people say. Yeah, I mean, the, so <laughs> to now like hold him to, I don't know. It's like maybe let's not try to just instantly cancel somebody for having a slip up in a culture that they've lived their entire lives. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we can go to. There's a lot more grace that can be given. Yes, and growth through grace for sure. And yeah. I feel like I mean, that's a, that's a perfect way to put it. And. I just this is this is the reason why the left keeps getting lo- keeps losing and getting branded with these certain things is because this that shit's ridiculous. Yeah. Getting that upset that just means you're perpetually f- offended because there is a branch of yeah. the internet that the snow I mean there is snowflakes on the sure. left, right? Yeah. Just like there's snowflakes on the right yeah. where it's like I just they get they feel they get their self-worth and importance. Yeah from making you apologize right. for something that they're not really even offended by. And should they have not even, like you said, they're not watching football. They don't give a fuck about football. They heard about it or saw somebody tweet about it and then got pissed about it. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of times, like there's so many videos out there about like uh, Latinos or Mexicans specifically about like, there's one video I saw recently. Someone sent me where this white dude was wearing a, a, a poncho and a sombrero and just walking around a college campus saying, Hey, does my outfit offend you? And everybody said, yes. Then he goes down to like the Mexican, district of the city and they're all like food vendors outside and everyone music and dancing and he asked them like does my outfit offend you and the mexicans were like no like that's it's funny it's rad like they don't really give a shit yeah. there might be some people who find it offensive mm-hmm. right sure but that's why and i think about other stories where i've heard um if there had just been a little bit of grace there's more opportunity for growth there if you shit on somebody for using the wrong pronoun how encouraged do you think they feel to even learn about what the fuck that means? Mm-hmm. Opposed to where you're just like, hey, just a heads up, like this is kind of, that's kind of inappropriate or that's offensive or whatever. Not talking about pronouns specifically, but talking more specifically about Troy Aikman's blunder, if you will. Like, hey, man, maybe mm-hmm. not use that language. And I think maybe if he had two seconds to think about it, maybe it was just impassioned in the moment and that archaic knuckle dragon and grain mm-hmm. notion slipped out it happens because he was raised in that culture in that environment but had he not gotten in passion and maybe that's a problem right you're just so impassioned you just say things like the r word or whatever you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i know that is one that i have always struggled with because i grew up saying it nobody told me it was wrong until yeah. like last year mm-hmm. and it's that's not true it's much longer well I, I you can dig up anything on anybody yeah oh gosh the, have you heard facebook page <laughs> dude i'm I mean, so I just... glad i don't have any of that stuff anymore i know me too oh my god <laughs> uh i mean we would all be we all of Canceled. us all of us yes have shit that we said 10 15 years yes. ago 
that we're like Everyone. appalled by yes, today. It's embarrassing. Ashamed. I won't even repeat the things I said because I'm so ashamed Dude, I, I said s- that. Oh my God, I said absolutely <laughs> awful things. I found something I submitted to my junior uh, year Ooh. U.S. history Oh God! about immigrant workers. Oh, <laughs> you have to send that If to I me. find it, I'll send it to you. Oh, you have I to submitted send- stuff that would get me canceled today in oh, school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, Let's all just realize we're all just trying. Most of us are trying to do better. Yeah, and give exactly. people That's give people way. the benefit of the doubt. And if they and then if they continue and they're like f you, yeah, stop trying to cancel me. And yeah. then then you're like, okay, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, you don't give it. You're not. But you're like, not even trying. Yeah, but if give someone that first. Yeah. Give them that first. Like, hey, maybe they don't know better. Yeah. And give them the opportunity to know better because yeah. I know better now than I did 15 years ago. Sure. I was a piece of shit 15 years yeah. ago. But you know, like also, you know, what was cool fifteen years ago, like uh, bleached tips. Yeah, hell yeah, I had bleached tips. I don't know. <laughs> hey, 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 there's a, there's a um, yeah, I I don't know. It's um, crazy. It's just crazy to me. Like Twitter, I haven't really been a big Twitter user, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden now in the last like four months, I that's like the main social media app I use. Oh, okay. And, dude, it's just. Uh, there's a lot of toxicity oh, on Twitter. Yeah. It's insane. Even even so I listen to Tell Him Steve Dave. Mm-hmm. Even amongst those listeners, like there's infighting amongst them and like trying to like call each other out and like being rude to each other. And it's like, you guys give a shit that much? It's mm-hmm. like you don't even know each other. You actually don't even know each other. You just listen to the same show. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I there there's this person i this page i follow is called her name is ecosister that's her handle mm-hmm. and she has like this farm where she takes in all of these like cast off basically you can bring any cast off animal to her like farm okay and every, all these animals just live free range on this massive farm okay and she she has all these videos that she posts of like this deer and her emus that like walk by she tries giving like it's all a bit she's but she, trying like, to film herself and the emo oh and the emu comes up yeah, yeah okay yeah. yeah so she's trying to be pe- people on twitter are trying to cancel her now because of some supposed racist stuff she posted 10 years ago uh, and it's just like really yeah. like this is the person we're trying to cancel now <laughs> yeah. like the the emu the emu lady like, yeah you can't even own it like look 10 years ago i was racist <laughs> like what if you did that yeah. What it, is the approach there? But right. But what's the, what's the correction for it? Right. You come out and you give some half baked apology. I can't. I want to try to do better. And then the the angry mob, which is probably not even made up of the majority of the people who she offended. No, it's all. It, it's all a bunch of white it's people. Emu followers, dude. It's the emu. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think it's emu followers. <laughs> it's people dude. who probably don't even follow her. <laughs> They heard they, about it. They heard that she posted something racist. They went on, demanded their apology. They got their apology, and then that they moved ang- on. That Next. angry cloud, the angry omnipresent cloud that exists on social media that just follows around to different people. To, to I don't know, Shame. call call witch, yeah. and then you have to admit you're a witch, and then you can go on. But if you don't admit you're a witch, yeah. then you get uh, you get stoned. Yeah, I, Ooh, it just damn Jay. I don't. I'm burned at the stake. I'm just getting really, I'm just getting really tired. I, I, because it's just how are Democrats losing? It's like how are they losing mm-hmm. to these people? Yeah, and it's just like I think what we aren't getting, yeah, is that 
we just keep shooting ourselves in the in the foot. Yeah, yeah. By caring about this shit. Well, we're ostracized. There's so much ostracization. Is that a word? Ostracizing? Ostracizing. Mm -hmm. God, I'm an idiot. Um, Of of, or otherizing of your political opponents, right? It's tribalism. If one side would legitimately not shit on them for using the wrong pronoun, again, you're going to have people who are going to be like, fuck you, I'm not going to do that. I will say whatever I want to say, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. But had that first interaction, I'm don't I'm don't know why I'm using the pronoun one example, but like had oh you throw a ball like a girl, hey man, don't say that, hey or hey fuck you, don't say that about me, you piece of shit, you're sexist. If that's how you come at someone, they are never gonna give a shit about what you say mm-hmm. or ever think that you have decent ideas. Yeah, and if you and it's on both sides. But in your in your in your in the lane of what you're talking about as far as the right or the left, if you shit on somebody. For I think about um, uh, oh I did this the other day I did this the other day I went and I went we went and picked up some we needed something for foster care mm. and there's a lot of foster care community a lot of people on social media who are helping each other out with things that we might need all all one another there are things that we got that we we're like actually we're not using this we put it back up online people come and get it like we're all exchanging things to help this community that's of foster a, that's parents. Great. I pull up to this house to pick up something that we need, and right there in the front yard, Joe can America first. Nice. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he came out, and I don't have anything identifying me as a Democrat, right? But who knows if he, he might have, might assume or see that I'm a Democrat. My goal is to make this interaction as positive as possible because we're humans mm-hmm. first. But second, if I'm a piece of shit to him, I'm just reinforcing his ideas of Democrats. Mm-hmm. There's there's no political in, interaction yeah. here, right? Mm-hmm. But that's how you approach those things. I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's rough. But if I go up there and I'm like, Joe Kenna, that's such a shitty mm-hmm. thing to do. And representation of somebody who truly – that's a shitty representation of somebody who wants change and wants to do so by reaching across the aisle. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I don't know. And I think about those interactions and I think about that's essentially what you're saying mm-hmm. is if you shut people off or you shame them or you throw stones at them or you burn them at the stake because maybe they're not quite woke as you or maybe mm-hmm. they're they're they were grown up in this bubble that has protected them, not protected them, sheltered them from interactions with people who might be different from them to help them understand the cultural shifts and changes yeah Yeah. if you give grace there that helps Mm -hmm. grow yeah it does that's a good point and maybe it maybe think of this tweet i saw where they said we have to liberals have to stop thinking of conservatives as being as well how did he say this like liberals need to stop thinking of everybody wants to be a liberal and if you're not it's just because you haven't heard the right argument yet Mm -hmm. it's like conservatives there's a lot of values there, values yeah. that they've grown up with. Yeah. Generally, you know, masculine, masculine values, mm-hmm. Christian, conservative, mm-hmm. religious values. Right. And all of a sudden, a lot of that stuff is like Troy Aikman being attacked for mm-hmm. saying, take off the dresses. In conservative world, that's not a sexist. That's That doesn't have any sexist undertones, undertones to yeah. them because that's just... Stop being, stop being effeminate, put your chin strap on and go hit somebody, yeah, right? Like, yeah. 
in their world, like that's not that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And to their into the women in that culture, a lot of them they don't see it as they would say it. They don't <laughs> see it as sexist. Yeah. So we're we have to stop treating conservatives as they're just waiting for to be they're just waiting to be enlightened by liberals. Right. And understand that we have differences in values and expectations and morals. Yeah. And let's not ostracize like to use your mm-hmm. term, let's not ostracize each other. Yeah. And understand that there's differences there. And with that, you know, if 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 you're trying to be the party of acceptance or the group of acceptance, that means accepting the fact that as much as you're trying to accept and normalize other cultures and other religions, I mean, obviously, these might be, quote, the dominant ones, right, of mm-hmm. this for so long in this country, but not, I don't know, not completely just discarding them because of those religions or those reasons, right? They do have values. They do have um, a culture, but everyone else is yeah. accepted except for them because they've been the dominant one. That for doesn't sure. make any sense. If you want to grow together, grow together. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what would have happened to me if I had gotten to Washington State and oh, in yeah. my in my in my attempts at learning and opening like right tearing down the barriers opening my mind to new ideas mm-hmm. changing some of my held like staunchly held beliefs <laughs> because of and allowing new information to allow that change sure. to happen if i had just gotten instantly shit on by somebody in class i would have been like probably like fuck you yeah clearly this is what liberal propaganda does this is the liberal breeding ground like Knew it. all of a sudden it just reinforces yeah. everything i had already gone in and thought about that mm-hmm. but instead everybody was like i always was met with even when i had Differing opinions, especially in like in my political science classes, I had differing opinions. Those were always met with a, well, what does the read like? Well, what does the reading say about this? Mm-hmm. Or what, you know, let's have a conversation about yeah, it. Let's yeah. act. And the professor actually entertaining, saying, "Okay, well, I understand what you're saying, and I see how you got there, but let's think about maybe think about it like this mm-hmm. because of this." Right. And then you're like, "Okay, well, we're not competing. We just have." We just came to different conclusions based on the same data, and that's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. not just assuming facts, though. Facts. Not just as, yeah. Not just <laughs> but then it's not just assuming that everybody's just a racist piece of shit mm-hmm. because they said a term that for their it's whole lives dated. has been fine. Yeah. Maybe pointing out like, hey, I know that's probably something you've said all along. You've said your whole life, but here's why that actually might be really insensitive to this particular group of people. Yeah. And if you give them that information and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, well you're you're an asshole. (laughs) Like, yeah. I I was thinking about this while we were talking, like you talk about conservatism as you've always said, you know, it's a disposition, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll never, I guess I'll just explain it now, but maybe you'll never understand the impact that had on me as far as thinking about conservatives Right. I think that when we look at the Republican Party, mm-hmm. when we're looking at political party, that's different than having a conversation about conservatism. Exactly. And yeah. I think that a lot of people don't understand that. And so with me. Thinking about interacting with conservatives who identify as conservatives, I come at it differently than I would with someone who says they're a Republican. Does that make sense? Well, I think a lot of people think that Republican and conservatism is interchangeable sure they're synonymous it's 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 spoken about like that Mm -hmm. and it's frustrating to me yeah yeah because 
the Republican Party could completely change. And at one point, the Republican Party was not the conservative party in right. the United States. That was a Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Republicans were seen as a radical party. Yeah. Um, but the... No, I mean, if someone says I'm a... Rep- I only consider people Republicans yeah. if they are an actual party member. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an actual yeah. elect, if you're an actual politician, somebody running for office, and you have the party's endorsement, mm-hmm. then I consider you a Republican. If not, I just you're a conservative voter or you're a person who votes for the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of. But people call themselves Republican, and right. I even say Republican a lot because, col- in colloquially, colloquially, I mean, I get in our vernacular, that's how people understand it, right? If mm-hmm. I were to say, well, I'm a conservative or i'm a liberal people are going to if i say i'm a liberal people are just going to be like well you're a democrat right but i don't have time to explain that everybody is liberal conservative is just a disposition and here's why yeah getting back to uh john edmund burke the founder of conservatism (laughs) here let's go uh we don't have time nobody has time for that right so like a lot of times i even a lot of times i even default to you saying democrat or Republicans, right, but right, right. really, I don't. In in my brain, I don't consider somebody a Republican unless they're an actual elected official or mm, somebody running interesting. For, running first. Right. Because the Republican Party sure is a private entity in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, it's privately funded. But you can't have conservative Democrats. <laughs> yeah right like no the mean but i'm a conservative and i vote democrat what does that make me right. so yeah i don't know joe biden conservative democrat yeah yeah i'm riding with biden i'm gonna get myself a hat i, I saw, think i saw a video that said uh this is where i want to end the show actually so someone said uh someone sent me a video that said um who who is uh your celebrity crush like your celebrity hall pass mm. and the guy responded with i'm riding with biden <laughs> <laughs> bye bye Shadows, but doesn't everyone? Isn't it strange?